So again, in every area of human development, super smart people a long time ago invented inexpensive, highly effective tools. Humanity is armed to the teeth with simple, effective solutions to poverty. In reality, we're talking about nations that are armed to the teeth and rivals for resources and power. The truth is that there was far more strict gun control in the Wild West than in modern America. The reasoning was simple. People were sick and tired of all the gun violence. Initially, the first groups of settlers came out west armed to the teeth. And when those heavily armed settlers started building communities, it's little surprise that gun violence skyrocketed. G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair income Aussie, or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa, and enjoy Aussie English. G'day you mob, how's it going? I hope you're doing well, I hope you're not still in lockdown and I hope future me is still not in lockdown, is not still in lockdown. Yeah, anyway, so I hope you guys are doing well wherever you are, whether you're in Melbourne in stage four lockdown, in regional Victoria, the rest of Australia or overseas elsewhere. Welcome to the Aussie English Podcast. This is the number one podcast for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English, culture, history, news and current affairs everything like that, all that jazz. So, welcome, guys. I am your host, Pete, and it is my pleasure to be presenting today's episode for all of you guys. Before we get into it, guys, I should announce, although I already have recently, but I should announce this is the first episode I'm recording uh, of the Expression Series where the Aussie English application is now available. So, you can download this app for free via Android or Apple in the App Store there. Um, Give it a review if you can, and also, if you find any bugs, any problems with it, please let me know. So, we released this last week, and we had a few issues, but we ironed those issues out, we improved those issues, and now it seems to be going really well, and it's already had hundreds and hundreds of downloads. So, yeah, I'm glad that I got to put that together for you guys to help you improve your English and access the podcast more easily. The next step is going to be implementing the transcripts in the application so that you can access those if you are a member of the premium podcast. Remember, you can access the transcripts via the website currently. Just go to aussieenglish.com.au. And yeah, we'll hopefully eventually after that have the courses and the academy in there as well. But yeah, for any of the courses, academy or premium podcast, go to aussieenglish.com.au and you can sign up for those. In the meantime, I've been working away on the pronunciation course. As you may or may not know, I'm trying to add a lot more advanced content to the course. So, the initial course was sort of teaching you the sounds of Australian English, how to pronounce all the consonants, all the vowel sounds with videos, tutorials, tongue twisters, exercises. But now I want to get into the nitty gritty, into the sort of more specific stuff, the more advanced stuff to really help you learn the more subtle aspects of Australian pronunciation, you know. Um, So, yeah, I'm working away on that. I'm going to release that hopefully in the next month. I should probably set a date for myself. Um, But, yeah, slowly chipping away at that. Anyway, massive intro there, guys, but thanks for sticking with it. 
Today's episode is about the expression armed to the teeth. To be armed to the teeth. I wonder if you've heard this expression. So, before we get into that, let's go through an Aussie joke. And I was thinking, you know, oh, I'll try and find a joke related to teeth. So, I found a classic joke online. I stumbled across this joke and it it just so happened to be a joke that many fathers have told me in my time, right? Very many dad jokes um, comprise this joke. I'm sure my dad's told me this before. I'm sure I've had male teachers in the past who have also told me it. So, anyway, here's the joke. What's a dentist's favourite time of the day? Right? So, a dentist is someone who works on your teeth. You know, you might have a cavity, you might have a toothache, and you go to the dentist so that they can help fix that problem, remove a tooth or put a filling in, whatever it is. So, the joke is, what's a dentist's favourite time of the day? Tooth hurty. (laughs) Do you get it? 2.30. If I say this quickly, it's going to sound like 230. 2.30, right? So, the joke here is a pun on the time, 2.30, as in, you know, half past two, and tooth hurty, as in something a child would say, like, my tooth really hurts. Oh, tooth hurty, tooth hurty, my tooth hurts. So, yeah, take it for what it's worth. <laughs> anyway, so, today's expression is to be armed to the teeth. To be armed to the teeth. So, as usual, let's go through and define the words in this expression and then we'll define the expression itself. We'll go through the origin, we'll go through some examples and then finish the episode up. All right. So, armed. If you're armed with something, you're equipped with or carrying something like a weapon, you know, a firearm, a a gun. It could be also a sword, a knife, razor blade, a nuclear bomb, right? You're armed with that weapon. You are equipped or carrying that weapon. Two, in this case, armed to the teeth, I would imagine means armed until, right? To the point of, until the teeth. The, I'm sure you'll know what the means. Teeth, teeth is just the irregular plural for the word tooth, right? So, my mouth is full of teeth. I have something like, what, 32 teeth, I think. Actually, I probably got a few less because I've had some Uh, removed in the past when I was young and had to have braces. But yes, most of us have many teeth. So, the expression to be armed to the teeth means to be overly well equipped or prepared for something, you know, to have all of the gear, all of the things you might need in order to do something, in order to be prepared for something, to have all the equipment to do something. But then it can also mean to be carrying a lot of weapons. So, in... uh, Uh, sort of English culture, I guess, Western culture with pirates, pirates, when they go into battle, are often armed to the teeth, right? So, they're carrying swords, they're carrying pistols, they're probably, you know, they've got daggers, they might have a, a sword or a dagger in their mouth, they're armed to the teeth. And that's sort of the point here, right? They're armed until the point of having a knife or something in their teeth. But let's get into the expression origin. So, the expression to the teeth or arm to the teeth here, used to mean well-equipped in the 14th century when knights often wore head-to-foot armour. The idiom, however, only gained currency in the mid-1800s, at first still applied to weapons or other military equipment. However, today it's used more figuratively, just to mean that you have a lot of equipment or you're well-prepared. 
So, as I said before, let's go through some examples of how I would use the expression to be armed to the teeth. And um, I was thinking the other day, I was talking to my wife, Kel, who's from Brazil, in English, in Western culture, and we have, you know, this sort of culture of pirates, you know, you might dress up as a pirate for Halloween or whatever. You might see pirates in TV shows like Hook or Pirates of the Caribbean. They tend to speak a certain way. They have a certain accent and they use certain vocabulary. So, I'm going to do my best to try and put this accent on and use some of the vocab for the first example here, okay? And um, yeah, what I was trying to get out with talking about this with Kel was that I couldn't work out. I, I don't think there's a kind of translatable example of this in, a, in foreign languages. I'm not sure you can get the accent and the vocab to kind of translate easily. Anyway, here's the first example. So, you're a swashbuckling pirate sailing the seven seas with your buccaneers. Your name's Blackbeard. You got an eye patch. You got a peg leg. As well as your best mate, a Polly, a parrot. You adopted when you found her washed up on a desert island. One day whilst you were on your man of war, you're looking for some easy victim vessels to pillage and plunder. And you spot one through your spyglass. You order your crew to haul anchor and set sail and quickly catch up to your prey. Arg! We're nearly there, mateys. Gather your weapons. Let's attack her. Every pirate aboard, arm yourselves to the teeth and let's get our treasure. So, yeah, it could literally be that the pirates are armed to the teeth with weapons. You know, they're clutching swords. They've got daggers in their mouth. They've got... um, Guns, all of that sort of stuff ready to attack this other ship, okay? They're armed to the teeth. (laughs) Hopefully, my impersonation was okay there. Example number two. So, you are a type of animal with a lot of biological weapons, right? So, maybe you are an experiment where a mad scientist genetically modified you with the DNA of 10 other species, okay? We're getting a bit into sci-fi, to science fiction. So, you've got fangs and claws and spines on your back. And you've also got poison and venom, and you can even spray acid and also emit a horrible smell, right? Like a skunk. So, you're literally armed to the teeth with biological weapons. Both defensively and offensively, this mad scientist has genetically modified you to be armed to the teeth. Example number three. So, imagine you're a little girl and you want to go camping with your family. You know, you're obsessed with camping. You are camping crazy. So, you love going away with your folks and maybe your siblings and you're always really well prepared. You're always really well equipped to go camping because it's your favourite hobby. So, you fill up your camping bag with clothes, extra food, games, a book, bug spray, as well as a survival kit in case you get lost and even a first aid kit in case someone gets injured, you know, bitten by a snake or twist their ankle or something whilst you're camping. So, when you bring all your gear out to load it up into your car, your folks might see you, you know, your mum and your dad might spot you and be like, whoa, Jess, you're armed to the teeth, aren't you? Like, you you got a bit too much equipment. You got too much stuff, right? You're armed to the teeth. You're very well prepared. You're very well equipped to go camping. You are armed to the teeth. So, there you go, guys. That is the expression to be armed to the teeth, to be carrying many weapons, to be overly well equipped or prepared for something. So, let's have a listen to some of these examples that we had at the start of this episode and see if you can now pick out where this expression is being used and how it's being used. So, again, in every area of human development, 
Super smart people a long time ago invented inexpensive, highly effective tools. Humanity is armed to the teeth with simple, effective solutions to poverty. In reality, we're talking about nations that are armed to the teeth and rivals for resources and power. The truth is that there was far more strict gun control in the Wild West than in modern America. The reasoning was simple. People were sick and tired of all the gun violence. Initially, the first groups of settlers came out west armed to the teeth. And when those heavily armed settlers started building communities, it's little surprise that gun violence skyrocketed. All right, good work. So now let's go through a little listen and repeat exercise where you can practice your pronunciation. So the point of these exercises is that you can get away from other people. You can go somewhere quiet. You can listen to me as I say these words and phrases, and then you can try and repeat after me using my pronunciation. Remember, if you are trying to learn British English or American English, that's okay too. Just say the words and phrases after me in the accent that you're trying to perfect. Okay, let's go. Two. To be. To be armed. To be armed to. To be armed to the. To be armed to the teeth. 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 I'll be armed to the teeth. You'll be armed to the teeth. He'll be armed to the teeth. She'll be armed to the teeth. We'll be armed to the teeth. They'll be armed to the teeth. It'll be armed to the teeth. Good work, man. There's a lot of connected speech happening in there. So, some examples would be that the words to, right, to be armed to the teeth. Both of those twos get weakened into weakened forms where we use the schwa. So, you're going to hear to be armed to the teeth, to be armed to the teeth. The other thing is that maybe you notice a certain sound linking words like be and armed, be armed. Be armed, be armed to the teeth. And then lastly, when we go through the phrases, I'll be armed to the teeth, you'll be armed to the teeth, he'll, she'll, will, thou, it'll. You might notice that I'm not actually pronouncing the L as a light L, I'm saying a dark L. Now, this is because there is a consonant sound after the L or two L's that are the contracted form of will, I'll be, you'll be, he'll be. She'll be. And so, I don't need to say the light L. In fact, it's quicker if I just use the dark L. So, again, guys, keep an eye out for the Australian pronunciation course. That'll be out again soon. And we're going to be covering things just like this inside that course so that you can level up your pronunciation. Anyway, before we finish, I thought, you know, I'll try and find something Aussie fact-wise about teeth. You know, what's got a lot of teeth in Australia? 
what do you reckon I thought of? Crocs, right? Crocodiles. So, I thought I'll give you 10 cool facts about Aussie crocs, Aussie crocodiles. Fact number one, we have two species of crocodiles in Australia, the freshwater crocodile and the saltwater crocodile. And these get nicknamed, or given the slang terms, freshy and salty. Freshies, as their name indicates, live in freshwater creeks, rivers, billabongs. And as opposed to saltwater crocodiles, or salties, which in spite of their name also live in freshwater at times, um, freshies are actually a great deal smaller. So, they only get to a weight of about 90 kilograms maximum and maybe a couple of metres in length with a very narrow snout in comparison to salties, who on the other hand can grow up to five metres long and weigh as much as a thousand kilograms. Fact number two, they're at the top of their food chain. Their only predators when fully grown are other crocodiles and humans. Fact number three, they are as old as dinosaurs. The original crocodilian body form evolved over 240 million years ago during the Mesozoic era. The form largely hasn't changed since then because it is just so successful. It's such an effective way of existing. Fact number four. Crocs were almost driven to extinction in Australia during the 20th century and are now protected animals. It's believed that their numbers have bounced back since the 1970s to about 150,000 salties roaming around the top end of Australia. Steve Irwin and his Australia Zoo put in massive amounts of good PR, public representation, and conservation work to help salties recover. Fact number five. Despite often being found in fresh water rivers, estuaries, and open ocean, salties actually really love murky and muddy water, where they find it much easier to submerge themselves and hide. After all, They're sit-and-wait ambush predators, which wait for their prey to come to them before jumping out and seizing them into their jaws and taking them down into the murky depths. Fact number six. Crocs are cold-blooded animals which can't generate their own heat, nor can they sweat in order to keep cold. This means they are slaves to ambient temperature. Whatever the external temperature is, is their temperature. So they need to bask in the sunlight in order to warm up, or they need to open their mouths in order to cool down when it's too hot. Fact number seven. Crocs have the strongest bite force of any group of animals. Humans can generate a measly 100 pounds of pressure per square inch when biting down on something, whereas saltwater crocs can exert as much as 5,000 pounds per square inch. Ironically, the muscles they use to open their mouths are actually much weaker And humans can hold their mouths shut with both hands. Although, just don't let go or you'll be toast. Fact number eight. Despite being fast swimmers, crocs can't swallow their prey underwater. Typically, their modus operandi, or MO, is to seize their prey in their jaws and either crush it to death, swallow it whole, or submerge it under the water until it drowns. If too big to swallow whole, they have to bring it to the surface and bite off pieces and use their special skill of death rolls, that is twisting over and over and over in the water, in order to tear off a chunk and then swallow it above the water. Fact number nine. Freshies have more teeth than salties, with up to 72 razor-sharp fangs in their jaws, whereas salties grow much bigger teeth of a range of different sizes, but normally max out 
at about 66 teeth. And the very last fact, guys, fact number 10 is that there are no known fatalities in Australian history from freshwater crocodiles, although there have been 11 known attacks on humans. Salties, on the other hand, are a much more dangerous beast. They usually kill between one and two people every single year. But before you freak out and start panicking and decide you're never going to visit Kakadu National Park or the Daintree Rainforest, remember that bees kill 25 people a year in Australia and car accidents claim the lives of over a thousand people a year. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm your host, Pete, and I'll see you soon. Peace. G'day, mate. Thanks for listening to the Aussie English Podcast. If you'd like to boost your English whilst also supporting the podcast and allowing me to continue to bring you awesome content, please consider joining the Aussie English Academy at www.aussieenglish.com.au. You'll get unlimited access to the premium podcast as well as all of my advanced English courses and you'll also be able to join three weekly speaking calls with a real English teacher. Thanks so much, mate, and I'll see you soon. The audio clips used in today's episodes are from the YouTube channels TED, The Laura Flanders Show, and The Infographics Show. If you want to check them out, they'll be in the transcript and the show notes.